Welcome to Parsha Partners, the podcast that aims to put the pupil and the pill pool back in the study of the weekly Torah portion. My name is Aviv Matskin, and I am extremely fortunate to be a teacher in a Jewish day school in the heart of Silicon Valley. Fortunate because I get to come to work every... Okay, I don't get to come to work every day because we're in the middle of a California shelter-in-place quarantine. And I still get to study with a group of young, brilliant Torah scholars who read biblical texts with fresh eyes and sensitivities, only now I do it over Zoom. And after years of training and then learning from these creative readers, I decided it's just a Shonda not to share their beautiful teachings with a wider audience. But today, instead of sitting with a group of three from different age levels, I am going to share with you a class we held right before the novel coronavirus took us out of our safety, out of our classroom, and into our homes. On this particular Friday, the one before our school closed, we took upon ourselves the study of Pashat Ki Tisa in chapter 32 of the book of Shmot, the book of Exodus. We looked at Moshe on Har Sinai, and God says to him, Look, I see that the people you took out of Egypt, they're a stiff-necked people. Kshe'oref. They've built themselves a new god, a new leader to bow down to. Ve'ata and now let me be, for my anger is blazing forth. I'm going to destroy them, and I'll make you a great nation. And Moses actually implores God and says, Don't be so angry. Don't let your anger be taken out against your people, who you took out of Egypt. And by the way, Lama What will Egypt say? They'll say, ah, you took this people out of Egypt, but you're not such a mighty God. You couldn't handle a group of complainers, so you destroyed them. Zahor, remember what you said to Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yisrael. You promised to take them out of the land and into the promised land. So, God says, all right, I take away my punishment. And Moshe turned and went down from the mountain. And he had with him Shnei Luchot Ha'edut. He had with him the two tablets of the pact, right in his hand, written by the hand of God. When he gets down, I'm looking at Pasuk 19. As soon as he got close to the camp, and he saw the calf, Vaichar af Moshe. Moshe's anger started blazing. Vayashlech miyadav et haluchot. And he threw down the two tablets. Vayashperotam. And he broke them. So I asked my students, what is going on here? Moshe tells God, don't be angry, calm down. Then he goes down and gets angry himself and breaks the tablets created by God? Why? So here's a little drop in into our classroom. Why did Moshe throw down the tablets? So I think when he saw the cow itself, he remembered that when you're in court and you're guilty, you get killed by the judges. But if you're innocent, then a cow gets killed instead of you. 
and he remembered that they are guilty and it's like and he remembered that they're like in court right now because they're guilty of building like that golden cow yeah the problem with that is he also destroys the cow he destroys both of them but i love your idea that he thought maybe they're innocent He's going to come down the hill, God, calm down. Maybe they're innocent, but then he gets down and he sees for himself, no, they are guilty. And then, well, why doesn't he just say you're all guilty? God killed them. Why does he throw down the tablets? He um, told God, God to calm down, but he wanted to, um, maybe because like he was mad at them and like God like can like, do, lives forever maybe he wanted like revenge on them not god so he broke the stuff whoa god you can't get angry and destroy them but i i can get down there and, but you know i'm still confused about the smashing of the tablets like he could say oh you built this golden calf you're all going to die i mean smashing the tablets uh he smashed the tablets right because in the ten commandments it says one of the commandments is, I am your God, right? So, like, don't bow down to idols. And then Moses was like, well, they're bowing down to idols, which means that God doesn't even want to keep his Ten Commandments, so he smashes the command- He smashes the Ten Commandments. Okay, I was bringing down these great rules for you. You broke one of them right now, so therefore these rules don't count anymore. I'm smashing them. Although this was made by God, it's a bit strange like to say God made all this work, so therefore I'm going to smash it down to show you you don't get these rules anymore. So basically in some like clubs, you have to like resign the like a contract or something every time you break a rule. So may- maybe Moshe is saying like since you broke a rule, you have to um like resign the contract, like make another tablet and like you have to follow the rules this time okay so this is going on with what uh was said earlier okay i was coming down with the contract we had it all agreed you were breaking one of the rules i'm ripping up this contract we have to have a new contract now except he's going to go back and get the same 10 commandments in a slightly different way so it's going to be a similar contract but they still have to sign it again okay i like that tablets are holy God made them. They are holy. What the they were doing around the golden calf was the exact opposite of holy. So I'm wondering if God doing the work of creating the tablets, uh, they weren't worthy of it. And oftentimes when you're given something you do, that you didn't work for, you don't value it. And so that's why I think maybe the next time Moshe had to do the work because we value things that we work hard for. All right, you guys don't deserve this. This is this has the hand of God on it. God touched this. I was bringing it down for you and bloop, you don't deserve it. So I'm going to smash it. God said that he was really mad at the people and that he was going to kill them, but he never said he was going to destroy the Ten Commandments. Um, but that are the two tablets, but that's what Moshe did. So, like, he didn't do it for God. He did it for a totally different reason. Okay. God said, I'm going to destroy the people. Moses said, relax, don't kill the people. But I'm going to destroy what you made, God. What? The people made a mistake. What? This sounds highly strange. You don't destroy what God made because the people made a golden calf. Yes. I have two things to say. Number one, I think that Moshe isn't being fair 
because the people, I think the people didn't even know the rules yet because he was up there and they didn't even know the rules. They were just like, well, since you're gone, let's make one in the meantime. They didn't even know the rules yet. So I think Moshe isn't being fair. Also, I think the reason that he broke the Ten Commandments also is because he saw his own brother encouraging them. So he got so mad and threw the the Ten Commandments down. His own brother said, okay, let's put all your jewelry together, all your gold, everything. Let's put it all together. He was the one who was saying, let's do this. Not the, the people asked, should we make, how can we make a new God? And then he actually put it together. Okay, it's one thing for someone to say, hey, the group of people over there are doing a bad thing. And you're like, okay, don't get angry. But then he goes down and it's like, it was my own brother who did this? I can't take it. Who can I trust if I can't trust my own brother? Yeah. Well, I have a question. Um... It says, Yeshua heard the voice of the people rejoicing, and he said to Moshe, there is a sound of battle in the camp. Um, if it just said the people are rejoicing, then how can he hear, like, battle? Because rejoicing means, like, fun and happiness, and then battle is just, like, war. And So, um, I have two things. First of all, um, it's different when you, like, actually, like, see it. God says to Moses, the people have built a golden calf. And he's like, eh, not a big deal. And they're worshiping it. That sounds a little bad. But then when he goes down and sees it with his own eyes, that is a different game altogether. That, I didn't believe when God said it to me. I couldn't imagine that they actually built it and they're dancing around it. And once he saw that, it was overwhelming and he smashed the tablets. Ooh, okay. Well, why does God trust Moshe to take care of the Ten Commandments? He wrote it himself. Ten Commandments would not have been broken if he had kept it to himself. God, you knew something bad was happening. Don't give Moses the Ten Commandments now. Hold them up for a while and say, Moses, go down and take care of this. Of course Moses is going to throw them down. By the way, if he's not going to throw them down, if he just gets angry, he might be like, hey! What's going on here? He could have just dropped them accidentally in his big anger. What was God doing, thinking, sending Moses with this valuable thing in the midst of this huge problem here? So I was thinking that maybe Moshe destroyed the tablets because it was better than God destroying the people. Sometimes adults will talk about something a kid did wrong, and one person is really angry about it, maybe because they witnessed it, but another person comes along and says, no, let and they talk about it, and the punishment isn't given out of anger by one adult. Another adult kind of steps in and says, okay, here's going to be the punishment. All right, so... Moses saw how angry God was, and Moses said, okay, how do I get God not to kill the people? Well, I'll go down and throw the... See, They are punished in a lesser way. All right, people. God was going to destroy you. I'm going to give you a punishment. It's going to be a little less harsh, but I'm going to destroy the Ten Commandments. Now, God, stay calm, because I already gave him a punishment. Um, I have a question. So I don't get really what's wrong about him, but what's wrong with him smashing the Ten Commandments because it's not like they don't exist anymore and you could just write them again. So there you go. It's just not a big deal. So what? He threw Ten Commandments down. It's just a piece of stone. Words on it. No big deal. Maybe that's why he did it. It wasn't such a big deal. So basically, on Pasuk 20, it says he took the calf 
that he they had made and burned it in fire and ground it into fine powder. He then scattered it on the water and made B'nai Israel drink it, which is basically saying like, hey, B'nai Israel, taste your own medicine. So somewhere in here it says that um, the Ten Commandments are double-sided. I think two in the Torah means good and evil. They're two sides. Maybe when Moshe was going down, he had the evil side on it facing towards the Israelites, and then he smashed them. So is he smashing evil in front of them? I don't understand. I mean, God made them. That sounds a little bit excessive. Like, hey, you guys are uh, worshiping a golden calf. Here, let me destroy something God worked really hard on. It's the evil side, though. Maybe as Moses was coming down, he, he wasn't believing that the Israelites that he led out of Egypt would actually do something bad. Then when he got down, he was so surprised that he dropped them, and then he got angry, and he smashed them. He dropped maybe, them. Maybe. It was a mistake, but then he got angry. I think um, he when he smashed them, after he smashed what God made, he used the two sides, fire and water, and the good and evil also. And then after that, once he burnt it, he threw it in the water and then and made them drink it. Um, but he scattered it in the water. They used that on purpose because he's trying to throw away all the bad deeds like on Yom Kippur when you throw away the bread. Oh, beautiful. I love fire and water for the golden calf. I'm just not sure that he needed to throw the tablets down along with the fire and water, the evil and water. My God, that was amazing. Yes. I think... Um, he is really mad and throws them down because this is like one of the only times that the Israelites are not complaining and fetching and that's when they're worshipping something that's not their God. That's not what he meant for them to worship. And then when he comes down, they're just doing that and finally happy when he wasn't even there to witness it. Okay, but God said just a few minutes ago, they're down there worshiping a golden calf. I'm really angry. I'm going to destroy them. And Moses says, no big deal. Calm down. And then Moses goes down. La, 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 la. Oh, my God. I'm really angry. It's a little bit confusing when he just told God, calm down. I think uh, Moses doesn't like it because um, he's following everything God said, and then the people are only uh, don't complain and are happy when they do the opposite. Yes, but why did why didn't when God said they were doing something bad, why didn't Moses say, "Yeah, you should destroy them. They're totally annoying. Do you know how hard it is to lead them? They can't do anything right." Actually, I think Moses regrets decision of God keeping them alive when he sees them dancing. Because they put dancing in there for a reason. Maybe it makes... So, maybe he's like, they're not ready for this. I'm super angry at myself. I'm a horrible leader. Why did I talk God to not kill them? They should be dead. They don't deserve this. Okay. God says to Moses, I'm going to destroy them. Moses says, calm down. It's no big deal. Then he sees it for himself. He's like, oh my gosh. God should have killed them. I'm so angry for stopping God. Ah! Moshe is just obeying God's orders. Oh, what do you mean? So basically, God says, I'm going to destroy these people. And then Moshe says, calm down. It's sort of like he's saying, I'll do it instead. Oh, God, you don't have to destroy them. 
I will destroy them by breaking something you worked really hard on, God. And, now they're and dead. I know, because the people don't deserve it. Oh, God, don't destroy them. I'll break a present that they really want. And make them suffer. And make them suffer. A list of rules they probably don't want to follow in the first place. I'm sure they'll hate it when I rip up the rules. I think Moses made the Ten Commandments because he knew that if he didn't, people would start fighting each other and start World War Zero. But I think he broke them because he finally realized that violence is always the answer. I thought I could come down here and get everybody calm. But the moment I saw you guys dancing around that cow, I realized... The only way to get your attention is by acting violently and angry. Now, everybody, calm down! I think he's right. It's the only way to get them to stop dancing and and worshiping. But really, break the Ten Commandments? That seems rather, rather big. Maybe this... Uh, the cow has Our conversation continued for some time, but I just wanted to give you a brief taste of the insight. Al-Regelachat on one foot as these students are trying to think it through. This, by the way, was a group of fourth graders, a group of 10-year-olds, not giving up on this puzzle of anger after anger. And if you're wondering, yes, Aviv, but what can you offer me in this time of quarantine? Well... This pasha might give us some insight. After all, the word quarantine comes from the Italian quarantina, which means a space of 40 days. By chance? Moshe is up on Harsinai for 40 days, quarantined up there, making himself ready, away from everybody else. And while he's up there, not great things are happening down below. Anger and frustration and worry. Will he ever return? And when he comes down, when the quarantine is over, well, not everything goes as smoothly as we'd like. And I wonder, after our quarantine now together, what will come of it? Will we learn to be caring? Or will we let the pent-up frustration get the best of us? Now, Sforno has an interesting thought on Moshe's breaking of the Ten Commandments. Sforno says, Moshe comes down and throws the tablets to break them, and then turns to God and said, You wanted to destroy them for sinning? Well, look, I now have sinned too. So, if you intend to destroy them, you must destroy me as well. This act of sacrifice, of destruction, for the sake of saving others, this act of putting himself on the line in order to help those in greater need, this might be the message of Pashat Kitisa that we can take with us. We are, each of us, sacrificing something deep here now, but we hope it will be for the greater good. I'd love to say join me next week for another episode of Parsha Partners, but, well, we'll have to see what comes our way.